My boy. D. What's up with it? My, we live with it now. My, hey, I just wanted to give you an opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to speak your piece, pop your shit one time, and let the people know what's going on. I'm ready now. We ready. Straight like that. Love, bro. You hear me? We appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you for sure. You already know. Hey, I appreciate that, bro. Real talk. Real talk. Hold your head, bro. I'm going to holler me back in the hour, fool. Holler me back in the hour, okay? Say this. Hey, I appreciate that, though. I appreciate that. Hey, I 
One love. For sure. How let me buy an hour, guy? Man, you already, you already know. Man, that's my dog, man. That was wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a long story, but free that man. Twenty twenty six, he coming home. Man, he coming home. All right, uh, welcome to <laughs> Records. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, today we have on uh, CEO Latino. You know what I mean? The one and only. Uh, you will never find another CEO Latino. There is no other uh, copy, no duplicates. I am the original. Straight like that. No other way but that way. On baby. Man, it's it's good to have you on. This is a long time coming. Yeah. I mean, it's a plus. It's a blessing to uh, just still be able to be relevant, even though I'm an independent artist, and be able to. Uh, just come out and do what I do. It's a pleasant dog. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So um, I always tell people, I start out the podcast telling people like how I found out about you. And mm -hmm. so for everybody who doesn't know, you've been living under a rock for a while. <laughs> um, we had the Come to DMG concert. Yeah. And so we did the album. Then we had the concert back in April 2023. And, um, or May, I can't remember. But anyways, so... Coffee performs second after C4, and uh -huh. then when Coffee comes on, he has somebody else on the stage with him. And uh -huh. I'm just like, who's this guy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he performs first before Coffee does and, mm -hmm. and kills it with Go Get the Money. Yeah. And that was that honestly was probably one of the more special moments of the whole concert to me. Mm -hmm. Because number one, I had no idea you were gonna be there. Right. And then number two, an artist that I was helping put on helped put somebody else on. Thanks. And that that meant the world to me because that's all I want to do is like help make avenues for other people, help open doors for other people. And so somebody who I'm helping open a door, right. open another door for somebody else. And that right. was that was a really special moment. But I just want to let you know that. <laughs> nah, for sure. Nah, it was. It was. It was. So I guess let's go back to, uh, you know, I, I, I know you and I've been hanging out with you and, you know, we've been having the meetings and stuff like that, but I don't, this is, this is my opportunity to get to know you a little bit more. Right. Uh, thanks, this thanks. is very like personal and we can get to talk about whatever. Okay. Um, you know, I love talking about music and everything, but like likewise, the podcast likewise. is hella laid back and we just talk about whatever. So for sure. I'm with um, that. I'm with that. First off, you are from here, right? Yeah, I was uh, born and raised in South Memphis. Okay, South Memphis. Uh, now I do have some siblings that are from Anchorage, Alaska, but when you mm. gotta get in all it, uh, I actually have cousins. Well, at least one cousin that lives in Alaska. I think yeah. he lives in Anchorage, but um, I had two. They were brothers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's my it's my mom's brother. His his kids lived in. In Alaska. His That's whole family dope. lived up there. That's dope. Yeah. I've never been, but... I haven't either. I want to go. <laughs> I, I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> nah, for real. Alaska seems really dope. Like, people are always... I know somebody else who lives up there, and they're posting pictures like moose in their backyard. And yeah. If you've never seen a moose in person, it's the creepiest thing you've ever seen. Real dope. I'll tell you this one story. I was... Uh, I used to live in North Dakota in Minot when I was in the Air Force, mm -hmm. and I'm leaving base. And so, when you leave base, it's literally this real... It's probably like... I think it takes maybe like 
five to 10 minutes to drive this road. And it's just a straight road. There's nothing but farmland to the side of you. And I'm leaving base. It's like midnight or something. It's a little, maybe like 1 a.m. And um, I see something like crossing the road. I thought it was a person at first. And I was like, oh, that's not a person. I was like, I think that's a deer. And so I'm getting closer to it. And I was like, deer are usually like a like a more tannish, light brown kind of right. like Betty. Right. Like right, right. Deer have that like more tan champagne color um furb. I was like, that looks really dark. It's like really brown. Yeah. And then I get closer, I'm like, that's a massive deer. Yes, sir. It was a moose. <laughs> and for all you don't know, I used to drive a Ford Explorer and mm. the moose, its stomach was like where the top of my explorer is. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's ma- its legs are like the length of my vehicle. Wow. Yeah. Hey. It's it's a massive animal. But uh yeah, that was my one moose story. <laughs> that would have scared the hell out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> uh as far as who you are, where you're from, for uh, sure, you, for sure. Uh, go ahead. Like I said, born and raised in South Memphis. You know what I mean. Uh, 27 years old. As far as the music, honestly, I, I love telling people this. Like, I wasn't. I'm not gonna say I wasn't born to be a rapper, but I definitely didn't grow up wanting to be a rapper. Mm. Uh, my first passion was hooping. You okay. know what I'm saying and. When I first started that, I wasn't that good, but it's just like with anything else you do in life, the more you consistently do something, the better you get, especially if you really want to get better. So, I mean, that was my first passion, hooping, but back then I didn't have the confidence Mm. that I have now with the music, and, you know, I feel like that plays a major role in why I go so hard with the music, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm just a a young 27-year-old young man just trying to find his way, grinding, trying to motivate the next to not only do what they love to do, but do it what the I don't give a fuck what people think attitude. Yeah, yeah. Because people get caught up in that and I'm one of those people who did back then, but now it's more so like either you like me, either you like me or you hate me, either way it go, I'm gonna do I'm gonna be me. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I love to do. And that's a hard gap for some people to get over. Like some people in their head, they say, Oh, I don't care what other people think. Right. But your actions aren't showing it. Like you you say you don't care what people think, but you're really like watching the way you move, watch but which is good though. Right. Like you should be conscientious of you know the things you say and, and places you're you go, people you're around. But at the same time, like you know, don't be afraid to be who you really are. Don't be Thanks. afraid to Thanks. to show people like this is who I am. So I commend you for for taking that leap. And you know, being a rapper is hard. Like yeah. not just the the art itself, right. but taking the leap right. to speak words. And have it recorded, and so people can hear mm-hmm. the thing, your thoughts and your feelings, and and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, it ain't easy at all, bro. But I feel like it's it's made me who I'm becoming today. You feel what I'm saying? Because fear. Let's let's speak on fear. Like, fear can hold you back from really reaching your full potential. And I feel like, as I said with basketball, that that's what was holding me back. Like, fear in the moment. Like, bro, you cold as hell. Just go out there and do what you love to do. Yeah. But it was like, oh, what if this dude better than me? Or mm. what if what if I can't what if I can't outshine him? It was like I was just having so so many different thoughts. 
but it went positive thoughts, it was negative thoughts. And when it was time to shine, it was like I would damn my own life. You know what I'm mm. saying? So it's like I look at it now as fear. Instead of running from it, run towards it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Run towards it, embrace it, embrace the challenge, embrace the moment. And I really, this is why I love music so much. Because at one point it was just a it was a hobby. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Me and my partners in the room, we would do what we do then go in there and just freestyle off random beats and it went from that to uh recording my hundreds of songs on SoundCloud, like well, yeah, a hundred a hundred songs on my cell phone, then putting them on SoundCloud <laughs> and recording in the bathroom and then it went to me recording in the studio and learning how to actually record a song and you know the vocal part, like everything, it was just a process. And man, I, I I love music so much, like, and I really feel like it. It not only changed my life, but it, it saved it as well. Mm. I look at me now versus who I was back then, totally different person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Totally different person, totally different mindset. But I mean, without without my past and without the without not the failures, but without the lessons that I learned in the past, I wouldn't be who I'm becoming right now. Yeah, and and I was talking about that in um, in one of my recent Instagram posts mm. was just like people being afraid to fail. Right. Like some I was saying like sometimes people are afraid of being successful, and the first time I ever heard that blew my mind because I'm just not one of those type of people. Right. But it it made sense. It made so much sense. Like sometimes people might be afraid to be successful. Because that means that's your new standard. Mm -hmm. You have to uphold that now. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of people aren't able to continue to be great. Right. It's one thing to to have a good game, right? So you watch basketball. There are people who come out of the blue and have a great game, mm -hmm. or you have moments like Lynn Sanity, Jeremy Lynn, where he Man. was just <laughs> balling. He was just balling for like what probably a few years or so. Yeah, and then nothing. And then you have some people who are great for forever, like Kobe Bryant and Shaq and all and Jordan, you know. LeBron. LeBron. Can't leave him out, man. LeBron. Like yeah. all these people who are great for a long period of time. The right. reason why they're special mm. is because they show up and put in the work for a long period of time. It's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. everybody doesn't do it, because it's hard to do. Fake. So if you are able to just put in the work. And be able to be successful for a long period of time. That's what makes you special. That's why, you know, we were talking about um, artists, you know, rappers who have been successful for a long period of time. It's right. it's crazy to see. Like people like Eminem and Lil Wayne. Like, they've been great for years and they haven't been afraid to step up to the mic year after year. Some people, uh, what's his name? Big Crit. Yeah, that's my hard. And one of he said one of his songs, he says, um, "Some rappers hope the world ends so they don't have to drop another album." <laughs> wow. Yeah. Damn. And and that's that's facts. Like some yeah. people, they don't want to have to perform again. They don't want to have to go out there and be great again because it it takes a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, but this. That's what I like the most about about it. Honestly, it it it, it teaches you a lot, man. Like you, you can't be a scared, you can't be afraid of the moment. Yeah, especially when it's right there. And luckily, I was blessed with a second chance with music. You feel what I'm saying? Because when when the basketball shit didn't work out for me, it was like, what's next? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's next? Because I didn't graduate from high school. I didn't go to college, so it was like. I'm not going to say everybody was almost expecting me to fail, but they was like, if you didn't graduate, you didn't go to college, it's like, 
you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be nothing, you yeah. know. So when I picked up that mic and when I just started rapping, man, I, I just kept telling myself, just, just stay down, mm. stay focused. And when you get this shit, mind, don't let up. Like yeah, yeah. put it in their face and just. It, it, it wasn't even about proving people wrong. I just wanted to prove myself wrong. So it's like to see what I'm doing now, see the stuff I'm accomplishing. It's like, bro, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm proud of me just for, as I said, mine just not giving up on me. When everybody else counted me out, I was counting myself in because I knew I had it in me. I knew I did. Do you feel like the basketball, like we were talking about, like being under pressure, stepping mm -hmm. up to the plate, stuff like that, do you feel like that prepared you for to be a rapper, to be a musician? Yeah, honestly. Honestly, because... I mean, when you, it's the same as performing for me. Like, you know you're about to get in front of a whole lot of people, so it's like you don't want to mess up, you don't want to make mistakes, and it's part of the game. Yeah. Like, even with basketball, even if you would have missed several shots, it's part of the game, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was, it was just one of those things I feel like I had to get over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I still am. Don't get done. It's, when I get on stage, there's still a lot of pressure on my shoulders, and it's like, oh, it's mine. Several, 50, 60 people in the crowd, or however, whatever, it's like, you know they watching. You mm. feel what I'm saying? But I have to remind myself, whether you go on stage and give your all, whether you do good, whether you do bad, people are going to have something to say regardless. Yeah. So it's like, don't worry about that. Just go out there and do what you know you can do mm. and enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. And and that's, that's something that everybody should learn is mm. no matter what you're doing, if you have some kind of pressure, people are watching you, whatever it is, mm. people are going to criticize you. Yeah. And that's okay because right. not everybody's going to like you. Like no matter who you think the best is at anything, like you said, don't leave out LeBron. Right. Some people don't think LeBron's a good basketball player at Facts. all, which is insane thing to think or say. It is. He is a good basketball player, no matter if you think he is or not. But everybody's going to have an opinion. That's not stopping LeBron from dropping forty on the next team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. People exactly. think he sucks, but. That ain't gonna stop them. Right. So yeah, you you just gotta just do what you do. Like Thanks. at the end of the day, just just keep hustling, doing whatever you're doing because people are gonna say some stuff. But you just gotta keep going. Right. It's life. It's life, and dog. It's life. What What's something that you feel like has has helped you like mm -hmm. become a better rapper? Become because you said that you weren't really into it right. at first. Then you had to like you know get good at it, whatever. So what what really helped you you know progress as an artist? Uh, I mean, it all started with inspiration. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, Tupac, which is the goat in my eyes. Okay. Uh, he inspired me to just want to go all in. You know what I'm saying? As far as being a musician and artist, like I tell, you, I say this in every interview all the time. Lil Snoop. Mm. A lot of a lot of people may or may not be familiar with who he is. Yeah. But yeah. After this podcast, go look him up. Dope artist. Meek Mill signed him when he was like uh maybe 16, 17. Yeah, he was young. Very dope artist, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, he ended up getting killed for you know some crazy reasons. But artists like that, you know, they they inspired me to you know what I'm saying just want to be a better artist. Yeah. But you know, when I first started, as I said, I was recording off my phone, man, just enjoying it. But I had so many different songs, and if you if you listen to what I was saying back then, it was like, dude got potential to be some mind cold one day if mm -hmm. he just continue to get better and better and better. So. I think really it was just me pushing myself. Yeah. Like, I know I'm I'm cool right now, but I want to be way better than cool. And, you know, I'm I'm really good now, but I want to be great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't want to be in the conversations with the people that's good. Like, I want to be in the conversations with the people that's great. That's where I'm like, okay. Now, then, once I get the great, we got to move past that. Yeah, so, yeah. it's one of those things where I don't get comfortable. Um, I mean, I enjoy, I, I try my best to enjoy the moment, but it's one of those things, bro, where it's like, I just want to be better than, better than who I was last year, better than who I was yesterday. I'm one of those people. Mm. Yeah. I think that's like what you were talking about, you know, I don't want to be good, I want to be great, and then, you know, take a step after greatness. I don't think a lot of people have that mentality. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, um, they don't, first of all, no offense to them, and, and they probably just don't have it in them, but they just don't. They don't know even what it takes to, to get that level, and they would have to be around somebody to mm -hmm. just show them. But wow. then there's other people like I, I would say, okay, let's take Jordan, for instance, the famous story of Jordan getting um, – he didn't get selected for like his sophomore year yeah, on the varsity yeah, team. Thanks. You would think like you know somebody like him or LeBron had been playing varsity since they were like eighth grade or something like that. Thanks. <laughs> but like Thanks. something had to click in Jordan when he didn't make the team to go, oh, I need to do better. Just like him, him not making the team could have been his motivation, right? But something and and somebody could have guided him, maybe his dad or something. I don't know, but mm -hmm. like he had to make that personal decision to do that. Like, I need to get better and I want to be great, mm -hmm. I want to be greater than great. So, I think some people just they literally don't have that mindset and they never will unless they get around like the right people to, to show them yeah. what it takes. Cause um, you know, the phrase like a uh, big fish, small pond, mm -hmm. like you might be the best around like your friend group. Right. And so your friends tell you how great you are, right. but they're the only ones telling you how great you are. You don't have mm -hmm. people, you know, if you're in Memphis and you, and everybody's telling you, you're a great rapper. Well, is anybody in Kansas telling you you're a great rapper? Is anybody in California and New right. York and, and Miami or, or Iowa? Like, you might just be great here, and you might be great other places, right. but you should strive to branch out and grab everybody's attention mm -hmm. because you might just be a big fish in a small pond when really in a big pond you might be a small fish. Thanks. Because preach, you, preach. Because you haven't been around everybody else who right. is way more talented. And that's happened to me. That's why I say <laughs> nah, I, <laughs> because I've I've been the best at something around mm -hmm. a few people because I'm from a small town. Right. Um, the small town I'm from, Aniana, had like six thousand people in it. Damn, that was small. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nah, for sure. For so sure. when it's it's really cool for me to be in a city like Memphis because mm -hmm. I'm around so many people, mm -hmm. and so I get to see so many different levels of talent. Right. Like there's people who are just starting out making music, people who are been doing it for a while, people who have been doing it for half their life. And I get to see those different levels. And I'm like, if if I if I meet somebody who thinks that they're really good, mm. I'm just like, oh, you've just been living here your whole life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't gotten out. Like no, I right. know people who are real good. You, right. you aren't that. You're good, but you aren't that. And that's right. that's a crazy thing to realize is when – you aren't, and I'm, and again, I'm saying this from experience. I've right, been that right. person. I've, I've realized like, oh, I'm not that good. Yeah. <laughs> and but that, that motivates me to get better though. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I can 
just to piggyback off that, I'm the same way, bro. Like I've been in the studio with some some artists that are, if not just as dope as me, even better. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't make me look at them like, man, I want to be better. You know what I'm saying? But in my mind, like I know I can be just as good as their artists, if not better. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's not. It's not like I'm trying to compete with that artist. If anything, I'm trying to compete with myself. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because as I said, I really wholeheartedly want to be great. I wholeheartedly want to be great. And that's with anything that I do. Like, that's just my mindset. I, I, if I was selling T-shirts, I want to be able to mind be the best T-shirt selling mother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's just my mindset. Yeah. And I don't know where I get it from. Mm. Honestly, I, I wholeheartedly don't. I just feel like I'm one of those people who... I'm not going to settle for less. Mm. I'm not going to settle for being average. I'm not going to settle for being okay. My, he's good enough. I want to be past that because God blessed me with something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know he did. So it's like, I just have to use it to my full, my, my full potential. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or just take advantage of my gift and show people I really can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something that you were talking about, like the competition aspect of it. I think mm -hmm. more people... Um, need to have friends around them who are willing to compete with them. Right. Um, so if you're a big hip-hop head, back in the day, I think it was, I want to say like 2013, 2014, we got Control from Big Sean that had Kendrick on it. Mm. And uh, was it Jay Electronica, Kendrick, and uh, Big Sean? And it was Big Sean's song. I remember that. But a lot of people remember Kendrick's verse. <laughs> That boy ate. He ate. And he started naming all these different rappers, and everybody's like, oh, he's dissing all them. But it's like, no. Right. If you are a competition person and you understand what it's like to compete, right. you will know that he wasn't taking shots at them, but he was taking shots at them. Right. And basically, I'm saying that he was willing to call them out to say, hey, you guys are my competition. Right. You guys are what make me wake up and do better. <laughs> so you, I'm holding y'all accountable. Right. I'm, I'm making y'all do better because I want to be better. Right. That's why I'm calling y'all out because I want y'all to push me. Mm -hmm. And if, if you don't have that mindset, then you're not going to understand that. Real talk. Real talk. That's a, that's a beautiful thing when you can step in the studio or whatever you do, if you play basketball or sport or whatever. Mm. If you have people around you who are willing to push you and you don't feel animosity toward them, you understand it as true competition, that's right. that's irreplaceable. Like some people can't find people like that. Yeah. That's what you definitely don't consider a, a yes man. Yeah. Like people who are willing to actually push you to that extreme. And I mean, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Push me because if I if I really rock with you, if you my dog, I'm gonna do the same. And it's people that can really like, I can call and they gonna tell you, like, Tino, one of them type of people, he gonna push you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if if I know I can be great at something, I know you can be too. Mm -hmm. Even though even though we may be two different people, we might have two different work ethics, but if we can push each other to be great, bro, I don't see why we can't be. That's just how I look at it. Yeah. And and I think that it's it's great for for friendships, you know, you, cause if you're, if you're a type of person who can push the, the people around you, mm. that builds trust. Cause right. now you're saying, Oh, I trust that you'll look after me because mm. you're already trying to push me to become better. Right. So that, that builds a whole new kind of trust of just like, you know, you're going to look after my back. You're going to help me when I'm in need, all kinds of stuff. So that's, mm -hmm. and I feel like you, you're starting to get that from, from DMG. 
because you yeah. were telling me how you never really had that, like a group of people who were just actually willing to help you and, and look out for you and, and all talk. that kind of stuff. So, uh, so I guess honest opinion, how, how has this transition to, to working with us been? I've been dope as hell. It's been dope as hell. Like from not only just getting a chance to meet you and getting a chance to meet Rach and just everybody that's a part of the team, but just mm, being around people that actually want to help me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Who I who I feel like have my back and my best interest. Like, of course, I may come up with the ideas, but that's why I pitch them to y'all as well. So y'all can be like, hey, look, this sound dope, but hey, change this. Let's try doing it this way. Like, I've never had that. I've always been doing it. On my own, literally. Mm. So to have help and to have people that can help me bring my vision to life is a plus. Because I know y'all see, like, dude take this. He take what he doing very seriously. Like, And I know, you know, a lot of people have, a lot of people have talent, but then they get to work with a team. But then that's when they get that help, it's like they don't show up and show out. Mm. So when Coffee presented the opportunity to me, I was like, bro, I'm telling you, once once you put that word in for me, like let me talk to him too, but I'ma show him like I'm not like everybody else, bro. Like I'm I, I take it serious. So, you know, of course, I understand it. We love music, but I wanted to work with y'all to not only, you know, learn more about just music, but the business. Mm. You know. I know what I know, but I know I can learn a lot more being around the right people. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's been so far it's been dope, bro. Like I can't complain, hand dog. I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving the energy. I'm loving the uh the teamwork. Like everything just been a plus for me. And uh, the content speaks for itself. Yeah, like yeah. we we've been doing a lot of stuff since we linked up, so it's been a plus. Um. So how did you and Coffee meet again? Uh, we were a part of this show. A part of this show at Growlers, uh, and we were uh, doing a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. But we were at somebody's house. Uh, I think his name is CJ. CJ and uh, Drama Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah, we was at their house, and we was uh, rehearsing. And uh, Coffee performed. So you you knew CJ and Drama Queen? No, nah, I didn't know them. I didn't know nobody. You like, just knew about the show, and you had to yeah, rehearse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay. I, I showed up just, you know, looking forward to rehearsing. And then I looking at this other guy do what he doing. I'm like. Damn, he dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Grant, I, he he uh he was rehearsing. I think it is grind till you shine. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that song, I was like, I got to see what's up with bro. Like he, he was bumping. Like and I love being around artists, as I said, who are if not just as good as me, even better. Yeah. To me, his music stood out to me. That sound it stuck with me. So mm-hmm. it was like I just wanted to see what was up with him. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think so. This is my setup. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I am a very good lyricist and a, and a great rapper, mm. but like I don't think I have that swag that, that, that you and like you got it. Have. Nah, you got it. Hold on, you got your own swag now. We ain't gonna say you ain't got it. You got it. You got it. So like it's it's cool seeing people like you and Coffee who have like this the swag about you because it, that adds like another dimension of showmanship mm. that that you have that some people just don't have. Like some people aren't. Cool, you know right. what I mean. Like they, right. they might be, and that's that's how you have people who make a living off of being a lyricist or a um, a songwriter. Thanks. Like they Thanks. just write music because <clears throat> if if you are listening to this and you're not familiar with the music business, um, there are a lot of people who do not write their music. They literally just perform it, and a lot of people like uh, like Drake has been um, 
criticized for this, but mm-hmm. it's Drake. Who cares? Like, is the song good? Yes or no? It's right. a good song. Okay, stop right. crying about he didn't write the music. A lot of people don't write their music. A lot of singers, famous singers, don't write their music. But they do such a good job of performing it. Right, right. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. So having that ability to have that that swag, like what I'm saying is like some people, um, they can write good music, but they can't perform it. Or they can't sing it well. Or they can't rap it well. Right. But um, yeah, like you and Coffee, y'all have this like swag about you that I feel like if I wrote a song for y'all, mm. I would have zero doubt that you could do a good job on it mm. because y'all just have that, that charisma as people say Riz nowadays, like Appreciate you have that, that about you mm. where um, you're easily marketable. And that was another thing, like why I picked the artists that I work with in DMG. Mm. You're easily marketable. If I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to sell this guy to somebody. Right. <laughs> I probably wouldn't work. <laughs> but you guys make it so easy because you just know what you're doing. Wow. You know, at the end of the, wow. you just know what you're doing, and you have that swag, you have that charisma that you can just, and personality where you can just go out there and, as you were saying, just be yourself. Yeah. Some people can't. Like some people, we we say they're in the industry and they're industry plants because we know that's not who they are. Right. We know that they're just kind of acting, which it sucks that there are people like that. Yeah, and for sure, for sure. And they're for sure in the industry just to make money. They right. don't really care about the music, right. but. um yeah, some people just got it. Some people can just do it. They just show up and they're they're fun to fun to be around, fun to watch. That's why I always say, thank God. <laughs> nah, seriously, bro, because I really do feel like I was born with something inside me that it's just it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, to be so multi-talented at so many different things and to just be able to do it the way I do it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't always been able to do it the way I do it. I had to Go through the process. So, like with my first performance, if I if I still had footage and if I showed you that footage, you'll be like, hell no, ain't no way. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, but I won the competition. Nice. I nice. won the competition. Then I still, when I look back at that video, because after every show, I watch my performance and see what I did. Do, mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. it was like, I feel like I shouldn't have won, but I feel like the song itself and by me being a new person in just, and not not necessarily in the city, but just a new artist, you know what I'm saying, taking his first time performing, you mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying, to be able to come out there and do what I do, it was like, I don't see how I won, but it was like, okay, cool, I'll take it. Yeah. But, I mean, I just got better over time. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Like, I just kept performing, kept performing, kept performing. It was a, I had several performances where I had people come to me and be like, hey, you looked a little nervous. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Pissed me off because I'm like, what you mean look nervous? I wasn't nervous, but deep down, bro, I was nervous as hell because mm. I didn't, it was once again me caring about what other people would think, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I just had to get out get out of my own head. So, I mean, the more I did it, bro, I just got better. Mm. I just got better. And now I have shows where I look back, I can look at the footage and be like, yeah, you knew you was doing your shit then. Mm. You knew you was doing it because I, I felt the crowd energy. But I also felt my own. It was like yeah. I just felt it. Like I knew I was doing my own thing, and my, I love it. I love it. Somebody who, okay, this is going to be hard to describe, and this is still a, a phenomenal compliment. Mm-hmm. But like, I wouldn't say Crisis has like that cool swag, mm-hmm. but he just has that like I know what I'm doing swag. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch, I challenge anybody. Yeah, go to a 
open mic or any, or any kind of performance of a rapper and and watch them perform and then watch Crisis J perform. Right. It's two different levels. It is. And <laughs> and is. so I, I don't perform ever like hardly, but like right. one time the first time I ever did, no, hold on, when was it? I think it was like the second time I ever performed. Um Crisis was trying to critique me. He was like, "Oh man, you you did good, but you got to do this, you got to do that." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What is he talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> and then like I watched him perform and yeah. I was like, "Oh, man." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Crisis just knows what he's doing on yeah. stage. Like no, I, he he kind of acts like he's kind of nervous, but he ain't nervous. Right, right. <laughs> he's got that kind of bashful thing about, but he he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he he done came to me a few times before, so I'm be like, bro, I'm nervous as hell. I'm like, you you know what I'm saying? Then we get up there and do what he do. I'm like, man, you weren't nervous, but <laughs> my me on the other hand, when I when I get up there, man, it might not seem like it, but I'm. About to shit bricks, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it, it's the same feeling, and no matter where I'm at, hen dog, it's the same way. But it's like, man, once that music come on, yeah, it's like a switch come on in my head. Like, man, you better do what you do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Do it, do it. Do you feel like, um, so like the music that you make? Mm. Do you feel like that? kind of developed over time or did you already know the kind that you wanted to make like when you first started out? Mm-hmm. When I first started, I was just trying shit. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was just all over the place with it. But then at one point I wanted to make, uh, you can say real life music, mm-hmm. but it was more so like conscious music too. Uh, okay. Sort of like how Crisis is now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was it was something like that. Uh, but I feel like people didn't respect me in that line. And I felt like I was coming off too preachy. Mm. Don't nobody want to be. Don't nobody want to listen yeah. to somebody that's preaching to them. So, yeah. uh, something just made me want to flip the switch. I flipped the switch, and when I flipped the switch, the first song I uh, came back with was "Go Get the Money." Okay. Go get the money, and still today, I dropped that song in 2018, and it's 2024. That song is still my favorite song. Is that on? Is it Chapter 23? Uh. Go get the money. Yeah, yeah. But before I put it on there, it was just a single by itself. Okay. Yeah, it was single by itself. So is like when you when you decide to push that music, mm-hmm. what what are some things that you feel like are key factors into like? All right, I am Latino. I think this song is going to help me. You know get to where I want to go. Um, mm. So go get the money. If you haven't listened to it, by, by all means, go listen to it right now. ASAP. Pause this podcast. Go listen to it. <laughs> but um, it's, it's very energetic. Yeah. Um, you can listen to it if you're working out, if you're hanging out with people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you feel like you chose that song to push uh, just because it was a good song, because it felt like it embodied who you are? Like, What yeah. are some reasons why you It was real. It okay. was real. It was one of those first songs where I actually sat down, wrote it, and I took my time with it. And everything I put down on it, it was authentic. Like it was real. Like a lot of people say that shit, man. But when I wrote that song, like if you listen, the hook is one thing. You know, that was the, you know what I'm saying? Go get the money, go. But when you listen to that first verse, I started broke. I had no choice. I had to get the bag. My mama told me never settle. Get up off your ass. Considered first day on alert when it's about that cash. I stack it up, bitch. I'm wrecked up. I'm trying to make it last. <laughs> Been broke so long, my mind so gone. It's, it was just one of those songs. Like when I was writing it, I wanted to make sure everything I put on that paper, man, it was authentic. 
And every time I performed it, even when I first recorded it, I felt it. Mm. Like I felt that energy. And when we when we were recording the song, at one point I was like, nah, this is gonna probably be another one of the songs like I've been creating. But then we critiqued it, we worked on it, we added some flavor to it. And once it was done and polished, and once I actually performed it and saw the reaction of the people, once I put it out on social media and let the people get a taste of it, it was like, my, I knew then, like, I'm finna run with this. Yeah. I'm finna run with this. And at first it was just me performing the song, like, you know, just me, just doing what I do. But then we added the, the, the dance to it. Mm. Once we added the dance to it, now it's marketable. Yeah. Now it's marketable because you got a dope hook, dope verse, but you got to dance with it with a whole lot of energy. So, yeah, yeah, man, go get the money. I, I think that song <clears throat> is a good epitome for, um, so I, I tell artists all the time, make sure you continuously push your whole catalog right. because you think your music is old, but it's new to somebody. Thanks. And so, like, Thanks. as you said, you put that out in 2018, mm. but I didn't meet you until last year. So the song is five years old at the, in the point that I met you, and you've got to reteach me that song. you got to reteach me that dance because I don't, I'm don't. i not used to it. Right. So, like, I think a lot of artists forget that it's whatever you're doing is new to mm. somebody, mm. and that's the whole big fish, small pond. Like, if you Thanks. are only staying in Memphis – you're like, everybody knows me. Right. Everybody knows my music. Yeah. Yeah, where you're at. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have to teach 7 billion people your music. Yeah. So that's you have a forever, never-ending job to teach people your music across the world. Like, if your goal is just the city you're in, mm-hmm. then that's all your that, – that will be as big as you will ever be. But mm-hmm. if you think about it in big scale, you know, I'm from Alabama – and I was in the military, lived in North Dakota, and then um, now I'm living here. Mm. So you, you're grabbing me as a as a person, Jackson Henderson, as a new audience. So I don't I don't know about you. You know, mm. I don't know about uh, I, I know the history of Memphis music, but not all the history. But right. the the current Memphis people, like I'm still getting to know them. Like mm-hmm. you and and Crisis or or Coffee, like y'all bring up like. Uh, so, you know, so-and-so, they were doing I was like, I have no idea who that is. Right. <laughs> and they're like, what? You don't know who so-and-so? I was like, dude, right. I'm not from here. So right. you right. have to teach me all these things. And I think it can be refreshing for y'all because it's like, man, I got I to gotta bring you this song that I did you back in God, such and such. Really. <laughs> Let me go and put you on game real quick. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. It's, it's a great thing, I think, because so many people, I think we just, as artists, you know, as I said, we 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 get kind of used to telling people about our music, right. and then we're just like, okay, everybody knows about my music, but it's mm-hmm. just your circle. That's who knows about your music. You right. have to get that music out to everybody. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of artists kind of flop. A lot of artists are scared of the, uh, the groundwork. Yeah, yeah. Not me. I don't care if it's in, it's in front of five hundred. To a thousand, it don't make a difference. I've done it. I've stood in front of the corner stores, uh, and sold. I've sold business cards. I've sold uh, music cards with the QR code on the mm-hmm. back. I've sold those for you know what I'm saying two three dollars. Like, but I when I did that, it showed somebody who was around me like, bro, you just sold a business card. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah. if you know what you're doing, I mean, it, it's possible. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So 
Like I say, I, I've stood in front of the corner stores, I've sold t-shirts, I've sold hoodies, I've sold hats, I've, I've done it. And I, it's not necessarily what you do is how you do it. Mm -hmm. And like I tell anybody, if you know how to work your mouthpiece, man, you're good to go. You just gotta know how to talk to people. You can't try to come and sell somebody like if I came to you and be like, hey man, I got water for sale, bro. It's mine, two for, two for a dollar. Like you can't, you can't come like that. When you, when you add in, when you're networking with the public, you gotta, you gotta come a certain way. I ain't yeah. saying you gotta change who you are, but it's a time and a place for everything. So when you want some business stuff, keep it business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let them know what you got going on and hey, keep it pushing. Yeah, and and it is, it's a hustler mentality. Like mm -hmm. I, like we were talking about in the meeting the other day. I right. was like, drug dealers make the best rappers because right. they're used to taking a product and selling it. Mm -hmm. And if you can take that mentality of, I've got something that I think people need, and I don't know any other way to get it to them. Right. <laughs> this is how I'm going to get it to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put it in their face whether they like it or not. Right, right. That's the mentality you got to have as an artist. Like, you got to you gotta push you harder than anybody else because right. ain't nobody else going to push you like you're going to push you. Right. And by push, I mean, like, showing people your music. Right. It's, it's very important that you have that, I don't care what people think mentality. This is mine. Right. I got to get it to the people so that I can feed my family. You know, mm -hmm. if, if you got, you know, a wife or, or a husband or, or kids, whatever, mm -hmm. like you want to be able to provide based off of something that you love doing. And right. if right. music is what you love doing, you have to be unapologetically in people's faces, yeah. showing them. Hey, this is me. I put my heart and soul into this, and and I can tell that when I like when I meet people and they're telling me about their music, mm. I'm like, I don't think you put that much effort into making this because the way you're selling it mm -hmm. tells me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nah, for real, handout for real. Like if you as a drug dealer, you had to go down to Columbia to go get your cocaine mm -hmm. and bring it back. Right. I guarantee you're gonna put in some work <laughs> to sell it. Yeah, you better. So you if you better. if you Put your last paycheck on studio time. Right. I guarantee you're probably gonna put a lot of work into selling that music. Man, you better know it. You better know it. That's just my mentality too. Like I've gotten better when it comes to uh, putting it in people's faces. Like everything I didn't do with go get the money. That what we doing with Red today a bit. So mm. you know, like with the promo videos, just coming up with different things like skits, which I'm. I got some some stuff I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like later on, but it's a. It's just one of those things where. Like you said, when you know you got some good product, I mean, how else are you going to get it out there? You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to put it in their face. And I do it every day. Every day. Like, I may not post as much as I used to on IG, but I still I still stay consistent as possible as I can. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say for Facebook, for instance, every day, and I've heard this from several people, Man, every time I get on Facebook, bro, you know, the first thing I see, I be like, what? Man, somebody ratchet ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? And... <laughs> They let me know. Oh, baby. You know what I'm saying? So they let me know I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it in their face. Yeah. I'm keeping it in their face. I got, the, I got them tuned in, but, you know, when you got that momentum going, you just want to keep it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep it rolling. So that's my plan going, going forward. Like, I want to run this song as long as I can run it. You feel what I'm saying? It, yeah. it may be... It may be stupid to other artists. It, mm. it, it may not make sense to somebody else, but to me, the song is too dope to let go to waste. Yeah, yeah. 
And I've heard before, you know, give a song at least six months to a year. See what it does, but it's on you and how far you want to go with the song. So, yeah. you know, how much money you're willing to put into the song, how much energy and effort you're willing to put into the song as far as being able to hit the road, hit the streets, however, whatever. It's like, it's up to you. And yeah. I know if it's in my hands, we going all the way in. Yeah. We going dumb with it, man. We going dumb. My best example to people is always Yeah by mm-hmm. Usher, Lil Jon, that and Ludacris, like that song still gets played today in stadiums, so football, basketball stadiums, whatever. Like that song came out in 2004 and still gets blasted in stadiums. Mm-hmm. If you are, well, so 19 years, like if, if you are younger than 18 years of age, right. you weren't even born when that song came out. <laughs> Facts. So that song is so iconic and they're still pushing it and people are there are artists who are like man my song is old well when did you make it two years ago it's like what are you talking about (laughs) come on bro again there are people who don't know who you are outside of where you're from so take those five-year-old songs 10-year-old songs and keep pushing them Mm -hmm. because there's people out there who don't know what that is thanks thanks yeah i mean that's why i mean I still perform, go get the money till this day. Yeah. You know, I, I I mean, why not perform it? I may not perform it the same way, or I may not perform the whole song by it being, you know, in a show mix, but I'm still giving you a piece of it. Mm-hmm. So for somebody who haven't heard it, if they just hear that hook, like, it's like, damn, that song dope, let me go check it out. So, I mean, it's one of those things for me. I ain't letting my catalog die down. <laughs> you know, I, I, we gonna push it, because, I mean, the music speaks for itself. You know, you just got to be willing to uh, present it to the public and, you know, continuously put it in their face yeah. as much as possible, as much as possible. What's um, what's some things that you feel like, you know, you you need to work on uh, or you you got coming up? You're like, man, I'm, I'm really excited about doing this. I'm, I want to do that. What, what are some things you got for the future? Uh, we got some upcoming shows coming up. One uh, this Sunday, to be exact. I got one coming up in uh, February the 16th or the 17th. That's going to be a dope show. Uh, as far as content, I got a lot of ideas. You know that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, of course, I'm going to share with you. But, I mean, right now, I'm just I'm in my head with it. Mm. You know, I'm always trying to do, do something else. But I always make my next move my best move. So, it's one of those things. And as far as what I can do, to, as far as what I want to work on to get better, it's, it's, it's a lot, bro. From performing to how I record when I'm in the studio and just a lot of stuff. Like, I, I want to work on everything. Yeah. You know, even if, I know I can't get it get it done all in one day, but over time, I just want to get better. Yeah. That's my main goal, just getting better. And I think I've recorded you, what, three times? The the All the Way In song uh, with, with DD. Yes, sir. Um, the That's Cypher yep. and uh, Monster. Mm-hmm. So, th- th- so I've recorded with Tino three times, and every time, the, so when you did Monster, you were like, "I'm gonna probably want to go do this again," but you killed it. Like, right. I think you might do one or two takes, and I still feel like I did. <laughs> you did a phenomenal job. I'm saying, thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate and then in, I think it was all the way in when you were doing that one. Um, one. You what? Your your ad libs. Your ad libs were good, and then you were like, "Oh, I messed up," and I was mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, bro. Yeah. And you redid it, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I can, I can, I can tell the difference, right. and that's something like like Jupiter. She gets on to me about. It. She's like, I messed up right here. Why didn't you tell me? I'm like, <laughs> I, t- I don't know what you're capable. Like, I'm still learning <laughs> right, all of right. you. Like all the artists I work with, I'm still learning you. So it's hard to critique somebody when you don't know what they're capable of. And so that's why like, I still go back and listen to all y'all's catalogs and and all the old music that you put out. Mm -hmm. So I can basically judge you from what you've done to where you are now. So that when I do record you or mix your music, I'm like, you could have did better because I've heard you done better. I've Mm -hmm. heard you do better. So I know, and it helps me know how to coach you because if I'm like, you did this, but this one time you did this. So try it this way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just a big learning experience for me, but it's really fun. Like I I love recording y'all because it helps me learn who you are, Mm -hmm. how you like to function. And then also um, it it tells me like what you're capable of doing in the future because I can, I can um, help progress you by by just watching you progress. It's it's like literally watching a kid grow up mm-hmm. over you know you watch a child grow up over you know however many years of their life. But like I'm watching you grow up in the studio, and it's like oh man, like I remember when they used to do this. They don't do that anymore. They do this mm-hmm. now. And so it's, it's just a really <laughs> cool experience. Nah, for sure, bro. Uh, I think for me it was. I mean, the recording process always, like when I uh, first started recording, I would, uh, you know, of course, write the lyrics down on your phone and I would try to record with the phone in my hand. But my, my engineer, he challenged me. He was like, man, next time you come, don't have that phone with you, bro. I want you to be able to know your lyrics. Oh, so I'm man. like, I went home. I, uh, what song was it? Uh, I want to say it was Mike Talk. I want to say it was Mike Talk. And uh, High Stakes, the song is called High Stakes, but. I just dropped my verse on the song and called it Mike Talk, but the song is out right now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go check it out. It's a dope song. Shout out to my boy Phoenix J. Straight up, straight up. But uh, it was a, it was just a process for me, bro. Just wanting to get better with uh, ad libs, mm. ad libs, cause I was recording with somebody one time and I didn't know the engineer. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just one of those things where he was like, bro, I want to do a feature pull up. I pulled up to the spot. The engineer, we got to recording. And he was like, man, you, you you doing all right, but man, turn up on them ad-libs. And I'm like, like, nigga, who is you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, bro, I know what I'm doing. This is what I do. But <laughs> after that day, every how I do my ad-libs now, whoever that man is, I don't know his name. Because of him. Shout out to him. <laughs> so, like, when you hear me, yeah, like, it's the energy. Like, he, I don't know, he, he brought something out of me. You have the coldest ad lib. <laughs> it goes, Reset it, bro. It goes, Young Jeezy, Latino. Straight like up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who? I'm trying to see what artist do I know makes some crazy ad libs, and I love it, man. Uh, who, I think Jeezy's got the greatest. You think so? Oh yeah. my god, yeah. I love Jeezy's ad libs. Like a part of me wants to copy him, but I'm like, I can't copy him. Yeah, he be tight. I just admire him. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the ad libs they they can make or break a song too. You know, 
Because it's all in the energy. Yeah. It's all in the energy. You can have a dope beat, but if them ad-libs and them lyrics ain't no point, man, like, what you doing? Yeah. So. Because people remember it because it's easy to remember. Like, an ad-lib is usually, like, one word or something like that. Right. So, it's, it's easy to remember. Like, when you say it, like, you usually say on baby at the end of, your like, your verse, and right. I remember that. And I'm waiting on it, too. Right. It's like the Lil Wayne lighter <laughs> flick. It's like it's something I'm waiting on. And then... um you like your your yes and all yeah. that stuff like it's it's iconic because it's so simple yeah but it's something so energetic and like everybody can chime in on it yeah. that's why ad libs are great is because it's as I said it's, it's just simple people can chime in on it people can remember it facts and it's just something that it just uplifts the song it like mm-hmm. adds adds value to the song that flavor yeah that, that flavor yeah too. it's a little, it was a little extra spice if, right. if, if your if your music or your verse is a key ingredient to a song, yeah. then ad-libs are just some extra spice. Facts. I yeah. agree. I agree. <clears throat> yeah, some people just, like me, like I am I am not an ad-lib person at all. Yeah. And I am conscious enough to know that mm-hmm. I suck at ad <laughs> But so, I, At one point, I suck. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm talking about, it, like, at one point, I didn't ad-lib on my songs. Oh, okay. Because I, I really didn't see the point. And I think it had a lot to do with the music I was making back then. Mm-hmm. Versus now, it's like, yeah, throw some ad-libs on there, John. It's too turnt not to. So yeah. it was one of those things, bro. Definitely. Yeah, I just do uh, like in and outs or dubs, whatever people call them. I, yeah. So that's actually a funny... I always called them dubs, like you're doubling up what yeah. you said in the verse. Facts. And um, I, I have a song out with Didi and... Um, and Frasier Boy called mm. uh, Start a Trend Remix. Mm. And Frasier Boy comes to my house to record. And he was like, all right, let's do the in and outs. And I was like, I'm recording them. Right. So I'm like, in and outs. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was me. Yeah. What, what like, that means? Like, what are you talking about? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he wants to do like dubs. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So now on, I call them in and outs. Like, it, it makes sense because you're coming in and out right. of, of the song. Like, right. you're going in and out. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's, that was pretty cool. But so, that's usually what I do. People blowing you up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, let's actually wrap this up. I, I have Matt Lucas downstairs. Like, for real? Yeah, yeah he's going to record. Damn. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Do you know Matt? No, nah, I've never met him. He, he was at the show. He was at the concert. He performed. But um, yeah, you have to meet him. For He's sure. Downstairs. For sure. Uh, I guess give people, so you said you got the show yep. Sunday. Yep. Uh, what else you got coming up? Y'all just have to stay tuned. I you do. got a lot of features with, with DMG people. Facts. Um, Facts. What about singles and albums and anything? In the you, future. In the future. Okay. You talking about okay. like, you just, you asking like. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, do you have anything that you have planned or anything you're just like, yeah, I've. Uh, we just dropped with me and my boy Phoenix J. Like I said, we just dropped a new single, High Stakes. It just dropped today. So if you have not heard it, go check it out. As I always say, whether you get a chance to stream it, download it, or purchase it, hey, all support is appreciated on my end for sure. So that's what's uh that's what's just dropped today. But Ratchet AB, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's on that right now for sure, for sure too. And if y'all have not heard it, man, stream it, download it, purchase it, show some love. Y'all are really y'all are really enjoy the song, man. But as of right now, that's really my mind focus. You know what I'm saying? I'm not pushing no other music right now, but Ratchet A bit. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like uh, as far as in the future, man, y'all gonna see a lot of dope shit for sure. You feel what I'm saying? Just with it, with this one song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot you can do with one song if you do it the right way. Yeah. So that's what I got going on, bro. That's what I got going on. 
Yeah, and I like you know I have to keep up with everything that all y'all are doing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's cool seeing like what y'all choose to do. Right. Like you know, Sony's got his stuff coming out. Um, DD is just he, he's the type of person where he'll work on something and then hold it. He'll work on something else and then hold it. And mm-hmm. and that's kind of like me. Like that's me and him kind of work similar. Yeah. Um, and then everybody, you know, they've got their own style. So it's it's cool seeing like you doing what you're doing. And I don't think anybody's really doing what you're doing right now. Um, I think coffee's about to do that. I think he wants to push uh life goes on for right. a while. Right. But yep, yeah, it's it's been great. Uh getting to know you, getting to work with you and all that and in the future. I, I can't wait to Find out where we where Come we on. take you, man. Likewise, my dog. No Likewise. Likewise. Well, all right. Well, thank you for everybody for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Appreciate that. Hey man, if you uh, are not following me, make sure you tune in on IG at L I L underscore T I N O twenty one. You can also follow me on Facebook on my fan page at Latino or my regular page, Valentino. Either way, tap in, show some love and hey, stay tuned. I'm baby. Awesome. See you guys.